Hello, this is Michelle Fuss, the writer and illustrator of the webcomic Avis Demon, and you are listening to the Oblivion Bar Podcast. Welcome to the Oblivion Bar Podcast with your host, Chris Hacker and Aaron Knowles. Joining us on the Oblivion Bar podcast is the writer and illustrator of the groundbreaking webcomic turned skybound young adult series, Ava's Demon. The story follows a young girl named Ava who discovers that what she thought was a demon haunting her is actually the spirit of an ancient alien queen. Begrudgingly, the two must form a pact, and in exchange for a better life, Ava will help the queen seek revenge against a godlike being who destroyed her empire. It is our honor it is my excitement to welcome michelle fuss onto the oblivion bar podcast hi nice to meet you guys yeah thank you for having me absolutely it is our pleasure to bring you on the show uh discuss all things ava ava's demon i got a chance to read it and i'm just i was blown away by it tell us you know kind of like your your take on ava's demon the world you created for for her and the other ghosts Give us a little bit of background behind it. Oh, where to begin? <laughs> um, you know, it kind of started as just a, a fantasy world that I created to uh, escape to as a teenager. And um, I kind of just took all of the different things that I really love that make me feel good and put it into a story about, you know, facing the things in the world that are scary it sounds like so so it sounds like a lot of it is very personal to you. Uh yeah, it's pretty personal. Okay. Yeah. Is that kind of like that the personal background, personal struggles? Is that what um uh, your experience is that what motivated you to start writing Ava's Demon? Um or did you kind of create this, you know, you said you created this world when you were younger. What kind of motivated motivated you to actually start bringing it to like life and to your audience? I think I, it was kind of just uh something I made in order to cope with certain things uh, as a kid. And um, I kind of returned to it to cope with certain things as an adult. I really uh, got to a place in my life where I felt I needed to get back into it and kind of see if I could share it with other people who could connect with what I was writing. Absolutely. What would you kind of hope that you know your audience can can get from Ava's demon I mean I know that one thing that while I was reading it there was you know I I, I did connect a lot with with Ava on the on the feeling that you know her her demon was it felt like she was almost trying to, to push her to you know to hurt herself a lot of the time and and kind of pull her away from you know her family and and, and friends how can I guess your audience what can they take from that well Growing up, um, my mom was mentally ill, and so a lot of this, a lot of Ava's demon is coping with mm -hmm. that, and I know that there are other people out there who have experienced the same things that I have, and I hope um, they can connect with my work in a way that makes them feel less alone and that it gives them a place to escape to 
in the same situation. That's awesome. I, I really like that. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I, I appreciate your sharing that with us. You know, I know a lot of us, uh, especially being in the military, uh, Chris and I, we've dealt with a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of our friends and, and co-workers dealing with mental health. And I know that in Ava's Demon, she actually starts connecting with other people that have kind of the same like ghosts and, and, and same, you know, attachments and, and voices in their head. So was that kind of something that was purposeful in your writing was to show other people that they're not alone when they potentially hear those voices or, or those things that are maybe working against their, their, their positive mental health? Yes, uh, absolutely. And also I think I, I think I um, thought a lot about empathy growing up because it was really hard to have empathy for myself and it was hard not having a role model who had empathy for other people. And I guess I just wanted to write a story in which it can feel like you're alone in the world, but there are definitely others throughout your life who are going through the same struggles. And I kind of wanted to make, you know, not just one main character, but a lot of main characters who have different goals and issues that they're facing. I definitely, I definitely pulled that from from the re, from while reading this. I lo- I love the fact that, you know, despite being from a completely, you know, we I mean, we still don't know if if Ava's demon, the alien queen, is you know the timeline that she was on versus Ava's timeline. There's so many questions that still surround the connection and what drew them together. And I love the fact that despite those differences, like they have to work together. And she kind of and, and Ava has to kind of like cope with this person that's been so negative in her life. And then the others, uh, the other characters who have demons as well. I, I, I think that I I really connected with that idea of, of them, you know, kind of come together despite their differences. Is that something that you were aiming for? Definitely, definitely, because you never really know what is going on in another person's life, you know, um, or what's going on in their head. And you know, throughout my life, there I've met a lot of people who have just been fighting their own unique battles, uh, and I wanted to capture that. Yeah, I love that sentiment. Yeah, because we we absolutely we don't know what other people are struggling with. So uh, just trying to stay as as spoiler free, but maybe releasing a little bit uh, for book one. I know that Ava's Demon is 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 out now. When can we expect to see book two? Oh, soon, soon. We actually just put together book two. And uh, yeah, soon. Okay, soon. that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. So I looked at, I dig, I dug a little bit into, you know, what it took because it, it took you a little bit. Like, I, I want to say it took a little bit of time to to put Ava's Demon Book One together. But you, over several, um, like, was it Kickstarter campaigns? You raised a lot of money for for Ava's Demon Part One. How did that feel to know that so many people were just as as excited to read it, you know, as as you know, as they were? I felt very humbled. Because I, I, when I started the project, it was kind of just to cope with things that I was dealing mm-hmm. with. Um, and I figured I would put it out on the internet just to share with others to, you know, again, try and connect with people on feeling the way that I did. And the fact that they actually wanted to support my work monetarily and own the books, uh, it humbles me because... Um, it makes me feel like I really did accomplish being able to connect with other people and it feels good. That kind of reminds me of another question that I had for you. Uh, and this is something that I'm actually not very experienced with. 
Uh, I know that you've done a lot. You you've worked with a lot of teams in the past, like Pixar and and some other like production companies. What was it like producing a web comic versus what you've created in, before that? So I think I I made this web comic to cope with the fact that I was working in animation, but I didn't necessarily feel fulfilled or happy. And it's not a reflection of my time at any of these studios. I'm I'm like super grateful for all the opportunities I had, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. Uh, It felt like I was kind of led down that path by outside forces. And when I finally got there, I just, uh, it wasn't the kind of creative process that I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to make art directly, I feel. And so when I saw how successful the comic could be on its own, I took that as a sign to switch careers. Absolutely. It's a one hell of a sign too. <laughs> yeah. So, so the process of creating Ava's Demon and kind of bringing the story to life, was that more in line with what you felt was right for you? Yeah, absolutely. Because it, I, I think I went into animation because I liked storytelling, but it didn't feel like I was a part of that kind of process. It felt more like... Um, had to do what I could to fit into the overall plan that they had and it it wasn't it wasn't necessarily as um creative as I wanted it to be and I felt more fulfilled being able to actually just tell a story and to also draw and make art because I wasn't I wasn't drawing I had gotten so far from what I felt was the creative process that I uh I just couldn't do it. I'm sure that, you know, many of us, like your readers, are, are, are very glad that you decided to come back to what made you happy and create Ava's Demon and make it, you know, into the, the, the books itself and the web comics. So that's awesome. One thing, you know, that, that I was really excited for was, you know, as we, as, as, the, as book one, again, to stay away from spoilers, but as book one progresses, we see a, a definite change in the relationship between Ava and Maggie. And at one point, Ava takes responsibility for the way that Maggie acts. And I'm just, I, I don't want to get any spoilers, but I'm excited to, to read more about that. And things like, why, Nev, is it pronounced Nevi? Yeah, it's Nevi. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's an anagram for Envy. Oh. So all the, all the demons have anagram names, except for Rathia. That was the clue yeah. I wanted to include. But yeah. I had no idea. It's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see why, you know, like, you know, Nevi can't remember anything from her past. So, you know, you don't have to give anything away, but are we going to figure that and figure those things out in, in book two? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Actually, um, there, there are all the characters. There's a lot of backstory in book okay. two, I would say. Yeah. Great. That's that's a that's a, a huge I'm sure that's a relief for a lot of people because there's so much this this book has so much backstory and detail into what's you know, what's. We get backstory, but we get detail into what's going on right now, and it's very exciting to learn more about what's you know what is actually led up to this, especially with the you know the 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 Titan Empire that we don't know much about. I'm also curious, and you don't have to tell me; you can give me a hint if you want to. But I don't know if anybody actually believes that Raytheon's mate drank the poison. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I I I don't know what I can say <laughs> about that because it would just be like giving away the yeah, story. Yeah. But um. Yeah, there's definitely, I definitely wanted to create 
Raythea as somebody whose ultimate motives you don't really understand. It's kind of like the facade they put on is not their true intention. Mm -hmm. And I hope that was successful. And so I could see why you would be questioning that. (laughs) No, definitely. Yeah. 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 Raythea is such a... uh... It's it's so interesting uh, to to read Raythea as a character, and and I'm curious when we see the backstory for her and seeing like her kind of act more on her own because she seems like such a uh, a, a stronger character who's actually just kind of forced into the backseat of Ava's life. So I I could see mm-hmm. that being is that is that like a metaphor for something as well? Yeah, I so the entire story I think is a metaphor for for what I've gone through. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't always intentional. I kind of realized it Mm. later that what I went through kind of felt like I was being piloted by, you know, um, mental illness, but not necessarily my own. It was partially that and partially what I went through with my parents. So Ava being the main character, the backseat of her mind is the cruel intentions of, this ghost that's haunting her man that definitely like shows and like i i, I love how that's a metaphor so it can be applied to uh, like uh, i feel like a lot of different situations and i see how you know what you wrote can be relatable to to a lot of even younger kids um and mm-hmm. teens who are struggling with mental health so i i really appreciate what you've what you've created with that and that relatability i'm glad thank you yeah next question i have for you is actually about like teaming up with Skybound to basically bring Ava's Demon to this like you know collectible edition um, that people can pick up at the comic at their local comic shops right now. As the sole creator of Ava's Demon, how was that journey? How was teaming up with Skybound to create Ava's Demon and and get it to you know store shelves? I'm incredibly thankful because uh, I didn't think that it would ever go into stores um, simply because of the format that it's in online. It's kind of not conventional at all uh, as far as comic books go. And I had actually previously pitched it to a few different publishers who kind of just um, didn't understand what they were looking at. And I feel that's because it was on the internet, you know? And so when Skybound contacted me about putting it into stores, I was incredibly thankful and surprised that they wanted to take a chance on it. It, And it's been a lot of fun taking it from its internet format and putting it into a newer sort of book form for stores. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that it it was a, a very positive experience. I know that some creation like, you know, publication and the creation of it can kind of be a little bit, frustrating with you know depending on the medium Mm -hmm. so i'm glad it's been awesome and and great for you me too yes me too Uh, so i guess my kind of my last question for you is has this experience has it motivated you at all to create any more titles or to branch out into other let's start with you know has it motivated you to create any more titles i think considering that i started it in order to cope with a lot of things it's been the only thing that i've really thought about and I'm still kind of trying to discover what else I would like to make. And I just kind of think about the things that I enjoy. Like, I really enjoy horror. So I feel like maybe in the future I would make some horror comics or 
some Junji Ito or Twilight Zone type mm-hmm. short stories, but nothing has ever crossed my mind as being kind of this pet project as much as Ava's Demon has. Okay. Now, as far as like creating any other mediums, like have, have would you ever go into anything else besides a webcomic or like a, a, produ- a produced book like you have? I'm not sure, actually. I'm really not sure. Uh, I'd like to do other things, but I think mostly all I can think about right now is this comic. Okay. It sounds like Ava's Demon actually might be kind of all, like almost therapeutic for you to create. I think so. I think it was definitely self-therapy, um, even though it was kind of just um, bottling up all of my problems into this format and not really reflecting on how I felt. So it's definitely something to look back on as I go through more self-discovery these days. Yeah. Almost like immersive therapy. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, it's definitely it can be as somebody who's 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 a huge proponent of of you know working on someone's mental health and and feeling better i'm so glad that you got the opportunity to create something that has you know helped you potentially and helped other people as well because i think uh, along with like i said a lot of these uh characters being relatable and just being uh, relationships to to grow and to understand in this world that you've created i just i think it's a it's a wonderful thing for for everybody to to really um experience thank you yeah i i agree i feel very lucky that i got to make this uh because i feel like not you know i feel like everyone kind of has their own world that they create and escape to and you know find comfort in and not everybody gets to necessarily turn it into a comic Mm -hmm. uh and i hope it at least inspires others to put their world to reality to try at things and to have confidence in creating their own kind of comic or story or novel. Yeah. Cause everybody's got a story, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, Michelle, it's honestly been amazing speaking with you today about Ava's demon and, and what may come down the road. Thank you for so, so much for coming on to the Oblivion Bar podcast. It's been a pleasure having you. I know probably me speaking with a lot of your audience, we cannot wait to read more about Ava's Demon. Uh, thank you so much. And the world of Raythea and, and Titan and, and, and Nevi, which now I know is Envy. I'm excited for more of that. Is there anything else that you want to plug or highlight before we close out this conversation? Nope, but you can always go to avasdemon.com for when I leave updates or talk about future happenings. Awesome. Thank you again. So there you have it, everybody. You know, Michelle Fuss, you know, writer, creator, illustrator, Ava's Demon. Again, thank you so much, Michelle, for, for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. 